No fear. No political correctness. No wokeism. You're listening to Underground USA. Thanks for downloading and listening. My name is Frank Salvato. Before we get into this week's segment on Talkback with Chuck Wilder, our last segment with Chuck Wilder on that program, he is retiring at the end of the month, I wanted to acknowledge an incredible career that he has had. He's been a radio pioneer, somebody who was behind the mic during the golden days of radio, both as a disc jockey, a DJ, and as a producer, and then as a host of his show. He produced for George Putnam, the legendary radio talk show host out of the West Coast, for many years until Mr. Putnam's passing, and then the torch was passed to Chuck. He's done an incredible job, and it's been a privilege to have been a recurring guest, regular guest, on his show for the past 18 years, that he would keep coming back to have conversations with me about what I believe is important, my writing, things in the news, uh, was a true honor. And uh, it was a privilege to be part of his career, especially at the end. So enjoy your retirement, Mr. Wilder. Our conversations will be missed. And now, our last segment on Talk Back with Chuck Wilder. Mr. Sabato, welcome back. How are you? Mr. Wilder. Thank I'm you. doing okay. <laughs> I'm doing all right. I was waiting for the great explosion there. Hey, listen, uh, we got lots of things to talk about, artificial intelligence and Biden administration and all. But uh, so apparently there's breaking news now that Tucker Carlson, you know, and, and I'm hearing he got fired. I'm hearing that he's leaving Fox News. Uh, the big thing right now is people are saying he got fired, and uh, they're saying that, uh, you know, who was it, uh, what's his name, uh, Bongino? <laughs> yeah, Dan Bongino. Uh, yeah, he that he, he's gone. Jesse Waters, they say, is next. What in the girl's going on? And I think I may have the perfect person right now. Are you <laughs> going to Fox, uh, Frank? No, Will you no, be doing... no, no, no. No, <laughs> no, not, not after the O'Reilly debacle, no. Um, you know, it is, the purge is happening. Uh, after the settlement with, uh, between uh, News Corp and Dominion, and uh, Dominion yeah. you know, you, you don't bleed a billion dollars and keep all your, your best talent, especially when the heir apparents to the throne, I'm talking about Rupert Murdoch's two sons, right. um, especially when they're woke. Yeah, you know, yeah. so they don't necessarily align with Tucker Carlson. They don't personally. They don't align with Dan Bongino personally. Uh, you know, the Jesse Waters to them is a remnant of Bill O'Reilly, and and he can go too. So I think you're going to see a little bit more house cleaning over there. I wouldn't be so surprised if you see uh, Sean Hannity announce that he's going to retire. Wow. You know, so I the days of Fox being the the standard bear for we report, you decide, and having a solid, fact-based, conservative lineup of opinion shows in the evenings, I think that day is over. Well, you know, uh, this is uh, you and I, uh, our, our last uh, 
gathering here as I get ready to retire. Yeah. But uh, you know how wise I am and how sometimes I just hit it right on the nose if you're ready for this, okay? I think it's going to be artificial intelligence on Fox only. It'll be little robots and, huh? What do you think? Well, you know, when if you've ever been in a modern-day studio, most of the camera work is done by robot anyway. Yeah, true, true. You know, yeah. um, the AI programs I don't think are there yet to do that. Uh, I, I don't think it's too far we off. You just have Obama, you know, feed in the information. I'm sorry, uh, Joe Biden fill in the information, you know. <laughs> we, could just, we could just let them sit behind the desk and tell us what the news is. Wow. You know, I mean, that's that's the way that goes. Uh, as far as AI is concerned, it's not ready for prime time. Let me tell you a little story about something I, I did just to test it out. Okay. And this will tell you where AI is today. I I put in a, a provocative question to the chat GBT model, that is the, the Microsoft model. And I said, uh, write me a 450-word paper on why climate change is a scam. And instead of writing the 450-word paper that I commanded it to do, it started to lecture, about, lecture me about how wrong I was. Ah. It started to tell me, well, I can't write that because, yeah. because science, science has settled on this. And the <laughs> prevailing wisdom is that it does exist and it is causing this. And I'm like, wow. Yeah. So oh, this thing that's supposed to aid me in 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 doing what i want it to do is saying now we're not going to do it your way we're going to do it my way it, it's got shades of the whole you know, computer the hal computer thing i can't do that dave well you know i'm looking at another headline <clears throat> from the washington standard okay and is that washington dc or washington state anyway <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. and it goes right along with what you're saying censorship tiktok will silence those who challenge the ruling class on climate change. Boy, this yeah. is the most they've ever done it. You know, normally it rolled around every three years. You only had three years left, you know, before climate change was going to destroy half of the earth. And mm -hmm. now, boy, it's, it's, uh, do you it's think eminent. it's, yeah. people are still more stupid <laughs> about it or what? I mean, why in the world would, or is it just getting more attention and, and now more people are falling for it? Fear, fear is a great motivator, and now that they've come to understand how to manipulate people through social media, and and they have the the mechanisms and the um, that they don't have to hide that they censor. They just don't. You know, they're saying, "Hey, we're we're not the government. First Amendment doesn't apply to us. If we don't want to do it, we don't have to." And too bad, so sad. So the preferred narrative, because green money is more tech-friendly than fossil fuel money. Mm -hmm. And tech is where all the billions are being made today. They don't, they want to push the green stuff. So what, what better way to get you to embrace the, the green culture, even though it's not ready, it's, it's just, it doesn't serve the people well, it doesn't serve society, it costs more, it, it's not reliable, the whole shot. The whole shot. They want to push you into that, and they use fear to do that because they make more money. It's always follow the almighty dollar. Yeah. Until until it collapses, I guess. But it's always follow the almighty dollar. 
So, you know, why are they why are they pushing this? Why are they pre-programming AI bots to say it's settled science? You know, that's the most ridiculous thing that that you can say. Any true and honest scientist, Chuck, would tell you you're always trying to disprove it. You know, the prevailing thought pattern back in Galileo's day was that the earth was flat. He kept challenging that that accepted science of that day until he was able to prove to people that the earth was round. So if we're if we're doing the settled science thing, we'd still all believe the earth was flat. Science is never settled. It's always supposed to be challenged, always. So these people who are saying that should be your first red flag if someone thinks it's settled science and they don't know what they're talking about or they're trying to manipulate you. You know, I'm going to in a moment uh, I'm going to get down to another one of your reports about uh, gas-fired power plants. We'll get to that. Mm-hmm. But before that, let's talk about something that just about everybody likes, money. <laughs> okay? Yeah. The Biden administration is seeking to hike mortgage fees now for Americans with good credit. Ooh, isn't that wonderful? To subsidize home buyers with bad credit. What in the world is going on? You know, isn't it better to get an A plus than an F? Absolutely, and this this harkens back to the same idiocy that we that we experienced in two thousand eight with the housing meltdown. We were giving loans to people who shouldn't have received them, so that we could say, "Hey, home ownership is up." And and what that did was it when people couldn't pay their mortgages, it collapsed everything, and not only did the housing market collapse, but banks folded. So now they're, they're just doing this again with, well, we can, we can still help people who shouldn't get loans get loans if we just penalize the people who do it by the rules a, a little bit more. We can make them pay for these people who shouldn't be getting the loans. I, I don't know how much more bizarrely you can try to manipulate the money. If you can't afford something, you can't afford something. You know, what's next? We want everybody to move to, to EVs. So you couldn't afford a gas-powered car, Yeah. but we're going to subsidize you to get a Tesla. But we're going to tax the people who own Teslas, who bought them with cash. We're going to tax them more so that you can have your Tesla. That's redistribution of wealth. That is a... a Fast-track, full-throttle, socialist avenue that we're traveling right here to take from the people who have produced and give to people who don't. That's not, that's not helping somebody out either, Chuck. It's not helping somebody out to say, here, have free stuff. You're making them dependent. Yeah, true. Socialism, socialism. My goodness. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's like saying, okay, so you're a heroin addict. We really shouldn't try to do what's right by you. And and get you clean so that you can live a healthy, productive life. Let's just give you more heroin. And what do you think will happen? Will they control the size of a family you can have? Because that'll depend upon how much food you get. Well, you you think about that for a moment when you're looking uh-huh. at the green movement, and and right. they're heavily they're, they're very well tied to population control. You look at Bill Gates and the World Economic Forum and Klaus Schwab and George Soros. They're all into population control. They're also all into the green thing. They're also all into the central bank digital currency. So that if you don't do what you're told, they can shut your money off or penalize you. We just remove it. We've got total control over everything that you own. 
we can take it away from you. The green energy, we can just shut you off. We should we just flip a switch and shut you off from the grid. You're not doing it right. You've used your allotment today. You can't have any more electricity. And, and there was a professor out of Stanford that was talking about how AI could actually be used to do that. You know, so where are we going? We're not the land of the free anymore, that's for sure. We're being coerced left and right, front, center, and back by the government and the government's use of private sector companies in a fascist way, I might add, to force you to do things. What if I don't want to go green? What if I want to? What if I want to live in a mud hut, a sod house back on the plains like they did in the 1800s? What if I want to yeah. do that and drill my own well and everything else? Oh, you can't do that. And in your I mean, report, <clears throat> pardon me, starting on May 1st, that might even be you know like a week away here. Mm-hmm. The federally backed mortgage companies Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac will establish new loan level price adjustments with private banks nationwide. Uh, do you think people are so involved in whatever, TV, uh, comedy, uh, you know, the gong show? <laughs> I know that's not on anymore. You know what I'm saying? And are people missing what's really going on, or are they just saying, oh, no, because I, I know people, Frank, that say, look, I don't need to talk politics with you because, you know, I voted for the person I voted for and, and this congressperson and this guy and blah, da 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 mm-hmm. and this lady, and they're supposed to be taking care of it for me. You know, no. All they care about is once they get elected is getting enough money to get reelected again. That's mm-hmm. the number one thing and, in their mind. And, and line their pockets a little bit and pay yeah, back the cronies yeah. that gave them money to get elected in the first place. Yeah, absolutely. The abdication of governmental oversight by the pop by the populace is is stunning. There, there was never a time in the in the creation of our country where the framers said, "And we'll just run it for you. You just just trust us, and we'll let it. Then that's fine." It was supposed to be a citizen government. Even my the, goodness, even at the, the very state. beginning, they they came and worked, and then they went back to their homes. You know, they only worked yep. for a couple of months and said, okay, we'll be back. Yeah, we're going to take yeah. a break, because Frank and I both need a break right now. Yeah, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Frank Savato, undergroundusa.com. Be right back. Who helped cause soaring gas prices? BlackRock. Who contributed to outrageous housing prices? BlackRock. BlackRock and Larry Fink spent years harassing oil and gas companies, making them divest from fossil fuels. Now you feel the pain. And BlackRock-owned companies are snatching up houses, crippling families. Now BlackRock's former ESG czar, Brian Deese, is Biden's economic advisor, crushing America from within. That's what BlackRock is really about. Talking about all kinds of things, and uh, once again, we told you earlier there that uh, supposedly, I guess, uh, Mr. Carlson uh, yeah. has left. Yeah. yeah, and Friday, April 22nd, was his last night on the air. You know what I was thinking uh, is because, you know, he did the Trump interview, right? Right. And then the guy, you know, the top secret young guy that they got for uh, giving you all the top secret information about the Ukraine 
And uh, I, I happened to watch the episode on Tucker on that where he took it, you know, completely different. Like, you know, this guy's actually a hero. You know, he's telling you all the bad stuff the United States is doing and you didn't know about. Uh, yeah, I think it's uh, rubbing a little bit too close there to somebody, somebody well, with a lot of power. You think about it, the media today, no matter what outlet you're talking to, is supposed to be about an echo chamber. Mm-hmm. In in echoing a narrative that is that is okayed and approved, and it comes from a certain vantage point, and we refeed people what they want to hear, so that they want to come back to actually view again, so our commercials are seen. Carlson during his tenure didn't really have any problem rocking the boat a little bit, bringing in guests and saying things that everybody was thinking but nobody wanted to say. Back in, you know, and this this even goes before Tucker Carlson was on Fox, when you look at the original lineup when they came out with Bill O'Reilly and, and Greta Van Susteren and, and uh, Sean Hannity, they were all doing that. They were speaking truth to power. Roger Ailes loved that. They were, you know, let's let's expose it. Let's get the interview. Let's have the guy from the Ukraine come on. Let's get him in here. Let's, yeah. let's talk to him. Let's have the conversation. But today's media doesn't want that they want the echo chamber they want to be able to control that that narrative and and control the temperature of the pot so it doesn't boil over and it doesn't get cold just so we're all in warm water and milk toast they don't want any any people standing up for what they believe in anymore and that's why the media the mainstream media not only in the united states especially in the united states but not only in the united states it's dead there's no who, what, when, where, and why anymore. There's no good old-fashioned investigative reporting. The only place you see that are on are people who've left. You know, Cheryl Atkinson. I that's it. Done with CBS. I'm doing my own thing. I got a podcast out there and a web page. In Chicago, the, the the preeminent guy who used to talk about Chicago politics, John Cass, pushed out by the woke. He did the same thing. Started his own podcast. Got his own Substack. He's getting it out there. So if you're, you know, if you don't want to be a victim of the echo chamber, whether you're on the left or the right or in the center, it doesn't really matter. Start picking out the people that tell you the truth and assemble your own independent list of people that you read. Yeah, you know, and whenever you go to my website, you know, talkbackwithchuckwounder.blogspot.com, every Monday, Frank Savato, warning, warning. (laughs) You know, and then I challenge it, and uh, so far they've said, okay, it's just uh, you listeners have to watch out. They have no idea what the subject is either. See, I don't even put the title of what we're going to be talking about uh, because yeah. half the time I don't know. <laughs> that's that's my fault, yes. But anyway, uh, <clears throat> it's it's just so obvious. And well, you, you, know, gotta, you were talking you, about the what, where, when, who, why. Yeah. yeah. The why, they really don't want to get into that. Oh, no, I don't want no, uh, yeah, I've, I've got the word. Go ahead. Well, if you if you're if you don't go with the narrative, or at least you know, make sure that you've got one finger touching the narrative. If you go outside the box, yeah. you're going to get fired. You're definitely going to get called on the carpet. But there's there's too many hotlines between the people in power and and the editorial boards of all the newspapers and the cable channels. There's too many phone lines where I can just pick it up and start screaming at the guy, and things change on the air. 
you know, back in back in the seventies, they had the Church Commission to keep to yeah. to create barriers between law enforcement and and intelligence. So they couldn't collude to do things that were nefarious in the federal government. We absolutely, positively need a wall of separation between government and the media. Yeah. Well, and, it's going to be. I, uh, I don't yeah. see that happening. I wonder if One American News is going to pick up any of these people. Just curious. We're taking we'll a. Got to take a break. I'm going to let you think about that one. I have a funny feeling. Well, they would get a bigger audience than they have now. That's for sure. All right, Frank. Savato, host of the Underground USA podcast, and the website is undergroundusa.com. Be right back. For over a century, local radio has evolved with the needs of the community. From politics to pop culture, we keep you informed, bringing you the most relevant news online, on air, and on the go. You have trusted us with your news, sports, weather, and entertainment. Trust us to keep moving with you. Text radio to 52886 and tell Congress local broadcasting is here to stay. Got so wrapped up in what all you're doing there. I forgot what I was going to ask you when we came back. I think you were going <laughs> to answer a question that I'd ask. I'm not sure. You know, we were talking about about the media and how it's abdicated its responsibility to speak truth to power. The W. You know, yes. uh-huh. you know, I, it's we can't be an informed public. We we can't make informed and intelligent decisions if we're not getting the whole story. If we're if we're not getting complete analysis of what's being done and this is this goes back to the first thing we were talking about about ai you know if you're if you're in in, in artificial intelligence you know if you're using a chatbot and it's already saying that climate change is something that's real and you can't argue it then what hope do you have for a contrarian point of view We've come to a point in our society where if you've got a contrarian point of view to the preferred narrative of of the politicians and mainstream media and big tech, you're either canceled or you're ostracized. You're ridiculed. Frank, let me ask you, would AI would also show you that Joe Biden got the most votes of any president in the history of the United States, and then it would go on, you know, because that, that makes him number one, and he's so good, right? In other words, they don't just stop on the headline. No, yeah, they, they will expound it. These yeah. things are amazing pieces of work. You know, you ask it for a 450-word uh, article on chocolate chip ice cream, and it will write something for you that would be a high school senior grade English paper. You know, it's, it is quite remarkable. Oh, yeah. But it Stephen, to... uh, Stephen King's given up on writing because of AI. <laughs> I just made that up. Well, yeah. Stephen, King, <laughs> Stephen King would be able to afford to give up writing. Yeah. Um, you know, when you program something with a set of biases already, how does it serve you? It's not. It's manipulating what you what you can think. It's it's almost exactly what's happening in our classrooms, especially in the inner cities, where they're teach they're teaching you what to think instead of how to think. Now, keep this in mind when we're talking about AI, and this is why there's a professor out of Stanford, and his name is, uh, escapes me right now. But he was saying you have to remember that this is not ready for prime time yet. 
for intricate subjects because it learns from what's out there. So if someone says, create a paper of 450 words on climate change, and the person says, great, you've created it. Now I'm going to change a couple words. I'm putting it out there as mine. And it gets out on the Internet. That AI engine is going to consume what it already created to reiterate what it thinks it already knows. So pretty soon, it's just feeding off of what it's spit out there, and it's just it's just completely in its own zeros and ones type of, of formula algorithm it's saying what i what i know is correct and what you think is wrong yeah we can't have that we've got to protect a contrarian view whether it's between people or whether it's in in the applications of ai or any kind of 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 tech scheme that's coming up that's the beauty of the united states of america we were supposed to be able to have contrary views we were supposed to be able to get into the court of public opinion and have the right to our opinion without being ridiculed i mean there's an old saying and you've heard it you know a thousand times probably your right to throw a punch ends where my nose begins yeah absolutely you know so when it comes to opinion when it comes to contrarian points of view today we're failing to protect the people's rights to have that contrarian point of view covid was an absolutely perfect oh, example of that i think covid was the most successful thing ever for the democrats or for oh, the socialists let me put it that way probably more you know there's still a lot of good democrats walking around and they're just you know haven't quite figured out they're being taken like they are. But uh, I'm telling you, that that works so good for them. And when Trump talks about, you know, whenever he was always doing about the fake news, the fake news, the fake news, Mm -hmm. and you were talking about how they, you know, don't give you the real story, Mm -hmm. it was so amazing. And Fox News would do it, and I think Tucker was one of the guys that first started doing it, where they would show you the beginning of each one of the newscasts on the five major, you know, uh, uh, other side TV shows, right? Mm-hmm. And it was always like, especially when, uh, what was it, the uh, the existential threat? What was that existential? Yeah, the, existen- the existential threats. Existential, yeah, was... yeah, existential threat. Every single one of them would start out with that word. You know, well, think about think about this, Chuck. Who decided? Because as far as I know, there has been no adjudication on this. Who decided January sixth was an insurrection? Yeah, we didn't. There's been no court of law in the United States has ever said this was an insurrection. No resolution on the House floor was passed to say it was an insurrection. I no bill said it was insurrection. It was the media. I think it came down from. Queen, what's her face there? You know Nancy Pelosi. Yeah. Well, you think about it. There, nothing was adjudicated. Nothing was proven. There's no evidence to that effect. I know. And yeah. and, and quite and quite honestly, the definition of insurrection is is far from what January sixth was. But the media said that's what it is, and we're going to go with it. And because they went with it, now political opportunists on the left side of the aisle can say insurrection every time now it's everything yeah you know yeah. if if a if a group of of republicans gets together to for abraham lincoln's birthday to celebrate it that's an insurrection <laughs> 
you know, whatever, yeah, whatever they want it to be. Yeah. Right. They'll redefine these things as, as much as they want. And that's why having a disingenuous manipulative media is so dangerous to our country. The framers weren't stupid. They knew that we needed to have an independent media to speak truth to power and to hold politicians accountable, to probe government, to provide oversight to government that couldn't be silenced. We don't have that today. Now government and media are in bed together. So where do you go to get the word out when the media is in bed with government and they're doing bad things? You know, you, we've got whistleblowers uh, that are coming out of the IRS and the FBI saying there was major political interference in the, in the Hunter Biden investigation. Yeah. They're, they're just not doing things. They're, they're not looking at it. They're not pursuing it. They're just letting it go under the rug. Nobody yeah. cares. And we want to testify, and no one's covering it. And, you know, in your report you say it's, uh, it's about uh, information about alleged political mishandling interference into the criminal investigation of hunter biden and president joe biden's son and it's uh you know they they just have too much control right now and it is very we have to go right back to what fox is doing you know you had very few channels you know that could give you the other side of the story you know why aren't we seeing the manifest of the uh of the sex change person that went in and killed those people in the church why aren't they showing us the manifesto that she wrote or he wrote or whatever it was oh hell i'd I'd like to see epstein's list yeah yeah there you go you know and a true investigative Mm -hmm. reporter would have been chomping at the bit to try to figure out how to get that thing so they could expose it but there's no there's just no appetite for it you know, and you think about the government interference that you were talking about just a second ago. We talked about this almost, literally almost 20 years ago when we were talking about Hillary Clinton becoming a senator. <laughs> you know, that she, was, she was part of the biggest uh, campaign finance violation that there ever was when it comes to m- the m- money, to the amount of money that was given to her campaign through nefarious avenues. And because her husband had placed people in middle management powers over at the DOJ and the FBI, the same thing happened then that's happening with the Hunter Biden investigation now. Uh, they're just not, not going to look at it. They're going to wait. They're going to wait until you some other thing comes up to capture the news cycle, and then you won't care about Hunter Biden anymore. Just go buy one of his $50,000 paintings. Well, and the way things are going, with the pressure on the media, uh, you're definitely going to hear less about Hunter Biden. And, you know, and I hear that maybe they're going to have a real quick little hearing on it, and it'll be swept <laughs> under the rug, see? Yeah. And they'll get away anything, with it. Anything that comes out of the House is going to go to the Senate if there's going to be action, and the Senate's not going to do anything about it because Chuck Schumer controls the Senate. That's why it was so incredibly important to have won the Senate last time around. The House... <laughs> Yeah, they can have hearing after hearing after hearing and say, here are the results of the hearing, and we refer it to the FBI and the DOJ to take action, and they're just not going to do anything. You know, that's corruption. That's political corruption, and it is here. You know, think think back to the IRS when uh, when they were going after the, the conservative small nonprofits. That was illegal. 
Lois Lerner, okay, you have to retire, but you get to keep your pension. Yeah. You know, (laughs) we, we don't hold people accountable for bad actions at that level. No one pays a price. Who paid a price for the for the horrible withdrawal from Afghanistan? No one. Every general still has their job. Every colonel still has their job. Everybody on the Joint Chiefs still has their job. And and Lloyd Austin still has his job. They all should have been forced to resign. And just recently, they all blamed it again on Trump. Trump's the one that set all this up. <laughs> yeah. And you know, and whenever Carson interviewed Trump, he was saying, you know. I sure didn't tell him to leave that uh, military post, you know, and do that. Give it away first before you left. I said, that's the last thing to go. But apparently you know, they took out the word last. We, we've, got to, we've got to call a spade a spade when, when it's so blatantly obvious. If Joe Biden can come into office and in the first 10 days reverse every single thing that Trump ever did, mm-hmm. why did they decide to stay with his plan for Afghanistan? <laughs> because it was convenient for them to be able to blame it on somebody else. This is not about serving our nation. It's not about protecting our people out in the field either. You, you take a look at what's happening in Sudan right now. They closed the embassy over in Khartoum before they even started to evacuate civilians. How, how did they not learn from Afghanistan that you evacuate the civilians first? I don't know. And heaven help us when the Ukraine, you know, comes to a close mm-hmm. or explodes uh no, I have a, or, or, I have a, yeah go ahead or 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 ukraine and russia come to terms and say okay we have to have detente let's shake hands and now they're copacetic with with their their russian neighbors to the north and they've got all of the equipment that we gave them <laughs> you know just it's the line from from uh, forrest gump stupid is as stupid does and right now our federal government if they are not in fact, and I'm, in, I'm increasingly believing this to be the case, if they're not bought and paid for by foreign entities to weaken our country to the point where it can be conquered, yep. you know, then they're just incredibly stupid. And if the people deserve the government that they have because of the way they vote, we've got to start looking at ourselves. Yeah, We've got to start asking why we're voting, for why, why we tolerate this from, from people who say they have our well-being in mind. We've got to ask the question. You know, and I asked the question originally whenever Obama sent all those, what's the, what's the correct word, plates or, or pallets? Pallets, I think, okay. yes. Yeah. Of all that money that he sent to yeah. Iran, I yeah. mean, stacked up like crazy. You know, you could support... A bill, uh, well, not a billion, a million people with the amount of money that he stacked up on there and flew into Iran. And just yeah. the way I am, Frank, you know, and uh, this is why people say, oh, you got to watch out, Wilder, you're going to have to start, uh, you know, really making sure that uh, he's not allowed to say all this. And I really think that anybody would do that <clears throat> would not necessarily have America first on their agenda. Oh. You know, absolutely, absolutely, and all the stuff that's going on now. I mean, and I, who knows? I think some Obama himself or somebody is pulling Joe Biden's strings. Okay? Who's, the, who's who's the common denominator here? And and just that, just as an aside, she happens to be Iranian. She was born in Tehran. This is Valerie Jarrett. And Valerie you Jarrett never... is, is the one that got him into politics in the first place in Chicago, right? Yes. 
She is, her father-in-law is a dyed-in-the-wool communist. He used to write for the Chicago Defender. Yep. And she was born in Tehran, and she is a radical, radical leftist. She's not and a Democrat. I think, we, we were talking I think about you were living there then, and you let her get yep. away with it. Come on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's my fault and Trump. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, both our right. fault. That'll, that'll solve it right there. But uh, And then you got Bill Ayers, I guess, the guy who mm-hmm. started the first Capitol fire. <laughs> yeah, literally. And he's the one that threw the first party. Uh, to try to get Obama elected in in uh, government. This you you brought this up before. You said there's still a lot of good Democrats out there. I always like to make this distinction. Yeah, there are Democrats, and then there are progressives. The progressives are the ones that have hijacked the Democrat Party. If rank and file Democrats would just stand up to this really noxious minority within their own party and say your time has your time is over. We're, we, you, you've, you've gone way too far to the left. You're way too communist-friendly, socialist-friendly, fascist-friendly. Wow. We don't want that anymore. They could marginalize this movement in a snap. Speaking of time, boy, the time has snuck up on us. We're going to take a break. We shall continue with Frank Savato, S-A-L-V-A-T-O, and it's undergroundusa.com. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. UndergroundUSA.com Handcrafted exotic blend teas at the lowest shipping cost anywhere. Hi, I'm CJ, owner of the Emerald Coast Tea Company. We ship our premium gourmet blends with Sindel, offering you the lowest shipping prices anywhere, while also being carbon neutral. Excellent tea at the right price. Check us out at www.emeraldcoastteacompany.com. Honey, this ain't your mom's tea. Everybody's talking at me. CRN, Chuck Wilder here with Frank Sabato. You know, Frank, uh, there's a, the author, and I think you're familiar, very familiar with uh, Alex Newman, co-author of uh, Crimes of the Educators and it's sort of basically they figured out, hey, you know, America is so strong. This was especially uh, after or during World War II. And how can we ever conquer somebody like that? And they said, well, you got to take over the kids. The kids will grow up and will, you know. And, uh, boy, it has certainly uh, dumbed them down, hasn't it? Well, when you when you look at what the progressives wanted to do at the turn of the 20th century, one of the chief things was to capture the education system along with right. capturing the media. Mm-hmm. And they and, have done both. And yeah. that's why we, we have arrived at the place we have arrived at, where we're, the freedoms that we have, that uh, that we were mandated to have by our founding documents, the unalienable rights uh, to many freedoms, are they're all now under attack. So when we're yeah. when you have a media that's disingenuous, um, it's hard to combat that. But I want to say this, and I, I know you're you know you're one of the few remaining broadcasters that have integrity and humility. So I know you're not going to like what I'm about to say. Go right ahead. But unless it has to do with drinking Bud Light. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. Um, for for the past eighteen years, I've been very privileged to be on your show. Oh, my goodness. You've, you've been able to 
keep the voice of freedom together and and get that word out there. Yeah, and you know what's funny? I started with uh, Frank's wife up then. Yeah. And she yeah. kept saying, you got to have my husband on. you got to have my husband on. I said, no, no, I like you. I like you. You're great. And she was she was fantastic. And once she hooked me up with uh, Mr. Savato, my whole description and attitude on sex <laughs> changed. I went from yeah. the female to the male. And I'm not touching that with a 10-foot pole. Um, Frank Savato, you should be proud because every single time that I, you know, put your name up there, that you're the guest on the show, there they go. Uh-oh, disclaimer, disclaimer. Don't even know what in the heck you're going to be talking about, you know. You are well, a man that makes them afraid. <laughs> we we must have been doing something right. And oh, uh, yes. I, I am thankful to have been be able to be a part of what you've brought to your listeners and, and to uh, the people of the United States for all these years. You've done a good job. Ah, man. Well, from you, you know, I got to be some truth in there yes <laughs> i appreciate it yeah uh, it's uh it's it's been you know a pleasure absolutely and i don't think you and i have ever had a technical problem you know it, it's uh where we had to lose the broadcast or something like that and yeah, no. and it was interesting because today uh boy my computer's been going crazy and so i've been losing my main screen but thank God I didn't lose the connection that goes to CRN that allows us to uh, do fantastic shows like this. You know? No, I think there was a. I think there was a somebody <clears throat> smiling down upon upon our last conversation, sir. <laughs> I think so too. All right. And it wasn't Tucker Carlson because he's having a bad day. So. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, he is. Frank Savato, thank you, sir. Thanks for thank everything you. you've done. Undergroundusa.com. Thank you, Swade. Thank you for listening, and God bless the United, that would be United States of America. If you like the podcast, please subscribe, leave a comment and a rating if your platform lets you, and be sure to head on over to undergroundusa.com, sign up for our Substack independent journalism coming straight to you, sidestepping the censors. You're listening to Underground USA. My name is Frank Salvato. I'll be right back after this. This podcast is a production of the Compass Point Group.